Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and follow your soul calling with crystals. Hello, and thanks so much for joining me for the Love and Light Live podcast brought to you by loveandlightschool.com. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and this podcast is the number one place for all things crystals. In today's show, we'll discuss some of my favorite crystals and a card spread for Insight at Samhain, which is an amazing time for any form of divination work. But before we get started, I'd like to answer one of our listener questions. Remember, you can submit your own questions anytime at loveandlightschool.com slash ask for the chance to have your question answered right here on the show. Today's question actually came from more than one listener. Ebony M says, will you please explain what is sound cleansing? And Tonya Lynn C says, how do you sound cleanse? So let's start with what sound cleansing is. You've probably heard me talk about cleansing your crystals on this podcast, and if you're into crystals, this is likely a practice that you already do. There are many, many different ways to cleanse your crystals, but sound is definitely one that I tend to gravitate toward because I think it's really simple and quick and very effective. So what exactly is it, Ebony? It is cleansing your crystals with sound waves, with the vibration of sound. So if you think about the power of sound, maybe you can think back to a time where you were at a parade and there was a marching band that went past and you could kind of feel the drums in the core of your body. Or maybe you were at a concert where there was loud music, and you can actually feel the energy of sound passing through you. Well, it doesn't just have to be loud (laughs) in order for sound cleansing to work. Anytime there is sound created and that energy is directed, again, along with our intention, which is always key for any energy work that we're doing, it can be used to cleanse your crystals. In other words, to remove any unwanted energy that they might have picked up along the way and kind of reset them back to their default state. So it really takes any outside energy, chaotic energy, excess energy, and removes it from the crystal. So to answer Tony Lynn's question, how do you sound cleanse? Well, it depends on what type of instrument you're using, but the most common, I think, are bells and chimes of any sort. And in this case, you would just get a group of crystals that you want to cleanse and play the instrument near them. Now, how long you play that instrument, how long you ring that bell or strike that chime is up to you. Um, I would suggest doing this until you intuitively kind of feel an energy shift has taken place within the crystals, but you just let this sound permeate the stones. You can pass the bell or chime around the stones, over the stones, any which way you choose. But some people even choose to use different types of sound, like drums or music or chanting or vocal toning. There are really no right or wrong answers here. I personally keep a small bell on my desk in my office for any type of work that I'm doing. This is where I create our podcasts, I write our classes, 
And it's really just one small creative corner out of my whole office, which is set up as sacred space. So this is where all of my crystals and healing tools are. And so I like to have a bell really handy. Right now, I actually have one that is seasonally appropriate. It's a really cute little jack-o'-lantern bell. And if I'm going to work with a crystal, it's super quick and easy to just ring this little bell over the crystal, again, while holding that intention to remove any unwanted or outside energies. But if you wanted to do something with a chime or a bell or a drum, you could actually walk around your space while striking the instrument or playing the instrument. And not only will all of the crystals within your space be cleansed, again, while holding that intention, but you can cleanse the energy of your environment, of your space as well. So I also like it from this respect that we can cleanse not only our crystals, but our space at the same time, as well as your own energy field. So this is really kind of threefold. It's a simple process. Anyone can do it. And the other thing I like about this is once you have a bell or a chime that you use for this purpose, like that's it. It's not like smoke cleansing where you have to replace materials. It's a little bit less messy than using water, although water is an amazing cleanser and purifier. It's not always appropriate depending on what we're cleansing. Um, And the same for some of the other cleansing methods, like many people use bowls of salt, dishes of salt for cleansing. Although that can be good, it also isn't very practical, especially if you're doing a large group of crystals at once. And so I think sound just has so many benefits. It's a great method to use. And Ebony and Tonya Lynn, I really appreciate your amazing questions. I hope that answer was helpful. And again, if you have a question that you'd like for me to answer for you about crystals, spirituality, or anything else you're curious about right now, let me know over at loveandlightschool.com slash ask. Discover how you can deepen your spiritual journey and follow your soul calling with crystals. The Love and Light School's award-winning crystal healing certification program opens soon. Go to crystalhealerschool.com. Now it's time for us to dive into our main topic for today, crystals and a card spread for insight at Samhain. Samhain is a special holiday celebrated October 31st and marks the beginning of the darker half of the year here in the Northern Hemisphere. And it's the perfect time to hold space for ancestor connection, intuition, the thinning of the veil, death and rebirth, introspection, divination, and honoring the dead. It's a day to connect with our ancestors and honor those who have passed on. And it's also a very introspective time that can really heighten our intuition and divination work. Now, because it is such a great time for divination, especially looking at the year ahead from the time of this Samhain until the time of Samhain next year, I want to share a really special card spread that I created last year that helps tap into this energy. But before we get to the card spread, I want to share some of my favorite crystals to work with on and around the time of Samhain. So let's start with my three favorites. Now, if you were going to work with any three crystals at Samhain, these would be the ones that I would most highly recommend. First and foremost is 
black moonstone. This is a really dark reflective crystal that's perfect for promoting intuition and personal insight. So it's great to work with when you're ready to ask big questions, especially questions that do require a bit of introspection, um, particularly surrounding shadow work. So this is a great crystal companion to have through that journey. Next, I would recommend Sangre calcite or blood calcite. This is a deep red calcite that's a really powerful symbol of fire energy, of the fire element, um, which is all about transmutation. And this makes it a great helper for vitality and motivation in the colder months. So although it is great to slow down when we're able and follow the rhythms and ebbs and flows of this seasonal energy. There are times where we need a little extra support to kind of rally and sangre calcite is fantastic for that. Now my third favorite stone to work with on and around Samhain is howlite. This stone is associated with the dream state and all things that lie beyond the veil that are connected with the other world, which makes it a great complement for connecting with your ancestors and with the spirit realm. There are some other crystals that are also great companions for this time of year, like black obsidian, bloodstone, black onyx, carnelian, hagstone, one of my absolute favorites, jet, red garnet, shungite, smoky quartz, and snowflake obsidian. And I do have a cute little chart of these over on the blog this week at loveandlightschool.com slash blog. If you want to check that out, you could even print out this picture, keep it at your workspace as a reminder of the crystals for this season, or even paste it into your crystal journal or tuck it into a book as a reminder of some of the great crystals for this season. Now, when we're working with the energy of Samhain, there are particular symbols that come to mind as well. Ale or mead, pumpkins, of course, skulls, besoms or brooms, beans, cauldrons, bats, keys, squash, pomegranates, nuts, apples and apple cider, bones, as well as spiders and turnips, all of these symbols are important reminders of the energy of Samhain. There are also some herbs that are very commonly worked with around this time of year. And as always, only work with these herbs if you are completely certain of their safety and you're using them under the guidance of a trained herbalist or medical professional. Um, but you can use these as offerings. I like to put them in a small dish on my altar. I don't even necessarily burn them or anything like that. I just like having the energy of those herbs there. But also make sure that you are not allergic to any of these plants when working with them. So some of my favorite herbs for Samhain include angelica, catnip, cinnamon, mandrake, mugwort, rose hips, rosemary, vervain, and wormwood. Samhain is also known as or related to Halloween, All Hallows' Eve, Calingriff, Ancestor Night, 
the third harvest or final harvest, the witch's new year, bonfire night, All Saints Day and All Souls Day, and the Celtic New Year. Now, as I mentioned earlier, this is a fantastic time of year for divination because we're so dialed into our intuitive guidance at this time of year. So if you'd like to open yourself up to the messages of illumination at this time of the Fire Festival of Samhain, I would love if you would try this sacred card spread. This spread covers six aspects of the final harvest and will help shift you into the Celtic New Year with highly specific info to help you uncover hidden influences that are affecting the events in your life and navigate the thin mystical spaces, to help you hear messages from the universe that are specific to your unique spiritual path, your intuition, and your connection to your ancestors or guides. And finally, to give you some guidance into what you need to look into and what you need to focus on now on your soul path by gaining insight into what to sow and cultivate from now until the time when the light returns at Imbolc around February 1st. Now, if you'd like to head over to the blog, I do have a diagram of this card spread, again, that you're welcome to follow along with as we go through the podcast so that you can see the placement of each card. You can also print this out to have as a little reference guide if you'd like. Um, But this is a six card spread. It's in the shape of a pumpkin. And if you imagine kind of a circular shape, a big round pumpkin, Imagine that as the face of a clock dial. We're going to start in about the 11 o'clock position and work our way counterclockwise or anti-clockwise, placing each card. So we'll go from about 11 o'clock with card one to nine o'clock with card two to seven o'clock with card three, five o'clock with card four, three o'clock with card five, and one o'clock with card six. I hope that is a good description. So we'll be moving around the circle, placing each of these cards. So let's start with card number one. Again, in the shape of our pumpkin that we're envisioning with a clock face, this card is placed at about the 11 o'clock position. Card one asks the question, What are you harvesting now from the energy of this past year? So this is all about past influences over the past year that have led up to this moment in time. And what energy are you cultivating and harvesting based on the experiences you've had in the past year? Card number two, which is at that nine o'clock position, asks what should you sow and cultivate from now until the time when the light returns at Imbolc. So where should your focus and attention be right now? What do you need to take action on that you can kind of nurture and tend to throughout these winter months, throughout these darker months, until the time when the light returns, when you'll be able to shift focus? Card number three, placed at the seven o'clock position, says, what should you release into the darkness and burn away in the bonfire of your soul? So what have you been carrying with you that you no longer need to carry? What baggage can be released? 
what patterns, behaviors, ways of being can be released? What relationships or energies are no longer serving you? This is about allowing yourself to release these things to the darkness and let them burn away in the transformative, fiery energy of this time of year. Next, we have card number four, which is at the five o'clock position. And this card shares tips for navigating the thin spaces and walking between worlds as a powerful spiritual seeker. So this is looking at the thin spaces, the liminal spaces between opposite ends of duality or of the binary. This is about learning how to transcend those spaces and find the gifts and the wholeness and the completion that lies in between. And this is kind of about the coming together of the physical realm and the spiritual realm and understanding the gifts that are just waiting to be discovered in those liminal spaces. Card number five is placed at the three o'clock position. And this is all about future influences that are coming in at this time of the turning of the wheel of the year for the Celtic New Year. So this is really about understanding the new energies, the fresh energies that are likely going to influence your path ahead. Things to be aware of. And finally, we have card number six, which is at the one o'clock position. And this is a special message from your ancestors and guides about what you most need to know right now. So this card is kind of saying, if your ancestors, if your guides, and this could be, you know, family ancestors or spiritual ancestors, this is saying, if those ancestors or guides could share one message with you, what would that message be? What is most important for you to hear right now as we move into the darker months ahead? And I do have some further and deeper explanations on interpreting each of these cards in your reading, again, over on the blog at loveandlightschool.com slash blog. Just do a quick search for Samhain, that's spelled S-A-M, H-A-I-N, and you'll be able to find the more in-depth interpretations for each card as well. I was hoping to give you a good quick summary. Um, I hope that this card spread sounds like something that you will try out this Samhain. Uh, Again, you can do this before, you can do this after, you can do it on the evening of Samhain. It is totally up to you. It doesn't have to be a perfect practice. Just making space for it sometime over the next month or so is fantastic. And if you want to incorporate some of those suggested Samhain crystals into your sacred space or in the work that you're doing with your card reading, you can even turn this into a little ritual practice. Light a candle, have some of these crystals nearby, maybe hold them for support or guidance or place them on the table or on the floor where you're working and allow them to kind of hold space for this special Samhain divination. Do you feel intuitively called to work more deeply with your stones? To grow your confidence, knowledge, and connection to crystal energy beyond what you can learn on your own? Our award-winning Crystal Healing Certification Program will take you from crystal lover to a confident, certified crystal healer and help you discover your soul's path and crystal purpose. 
Go to crystalhealerschool.com to learn more. Well, I hope that you will give that a try. That is it for our main segment for today. But now it's time for our trending this week segment. As you know, each week I bring you a quick discussion on something that's happening in the world of crystal healing and spirituality right now, or something that I'm just loving that I want to share. This week, I want to share about some amazing candles from a company called Lit Rituals. As always, this is not a paid promotional spot. Um, Lit Rituals doesn't even know I'm sharing about them, nothing like that. This is just something that I genuinely like, uh, something that I am enjoying and want to share. So I want to tell you about my favorite candle, first of all. It's the Holy Mullen Hag Torch, um, which has fragrances of smoked oud and vanilla in a mullen candle. So if you've never seen a hag torch before, the mullen plant, which is absolutely one of my favorites, I have a very strong connection with this plant because it was one of the few that my grandmother told me her knowledge of folk medicine about. And so I really cherish the mullen plant. And you can take the large inflorescence, which is a big stalk of flowers, and cut and dry it, dip it in wax. Beeswax is my personal preference, but you can use whatever type of wax you have on hand. And you can actually light this like a candle, and it burns nice and slowly. Now, I actually had a large mullen plant growing in my backyard this year. I got an inflorescence that was almost four and a half feet long (laughs) from that mullen plant, which is amazing. Um, And after I cut that inflorescence to hang and dry it, I actually got five new flower stalks that grew in its place that were each about two feet long. So I'm going to be creating my own hag torches, which I'm very excited about. I'm just waiting for each of the inflorescences to fully dry. They were so big and so dense and mullen has this like very fuzzy leaf to it and the flower buds and stalks are fuzzy as well. So it does take quite a bit of time to dry, Um, but I'm really looking forward to doing that. In the meantime, this candle from Lit Rituals is absolutely amazing. It smells so good. And again, it's the Holy Mullen Hag Torch. And there's a little bit of information um, on the back that I would like to read to you. It comes with a little tag that kind of talks about the history of the Hag Torch. So this is from Lit Rituals. So it says, what is a Hag Torch? For eons, humans have dipped the stalk of the mullen plant in various types of wax to be used as a candle. These candles were often used by witches to illuminate pathways and as tools during rituals. Our mullen torches are dipped in pure beeswax. Mullen stalks vary in size and typically burn for 10 minutes per inch, an incredible duration since it's purely mother nature at work here. Be sure to place your torch on a burn-safe dish surrounded by water as these truly burn like a torch. Do not leave unattended, meant for one-time use. And the thing that I love about these as well is they're not just dipped in beeswax, but they are decorated so beautifully with some herbs and blossoms. So this one has mugwort to enhance dreams, yarrow to create an energetic protective barrier around you, 
rose to invoke inner beauty, and chamomile, which represents gentleness and tranquility. And that's all from the Lit Rituals product tag. You can find more about them or order your own Holy Mullen tag torch at litrituals.com. And although I really just went to the website to purchase one of these hag torches, I couldn't walk away without a few other candles. I love having candles, especially this time of year when things start to get cool and chilly. They just help my space feel cozy. They help me feel focused and relaxed. So I did pick up a few other candles. I got the small ritual altar candles. I got three different sets of these. These come in sets of two. I got the sacred space, the sun ray, and the meadow maiden. I love the way all of these smell. I also got one of the beeswax corn candles. It actually looks like a small piece of corn on the cob, and I know that might sound strange, um, but I love this, especially for an autumn altar. This is perfect for this time of year, any time between Lamas or Lunasaw into the autumn equinox, which again, some people call Maimon or Samhain. So this, it says, smells like homemade cornbread and buttered corn on the cob, and it definitely does have a nice sweet fragrance to it, so I can't wait to incorporate this into my Samhain altar as well. And then the last candle that I got is actually a candle in a tin, which I actually really like. It just makes things easy. Um, but this one is called Spring Flowers. It is a limited release Mother's Day candle, I think. But I have to tell you, I think out of all of them, this one might be my favorite. And I would have to look up what the fragrance was supposed to be. I'm like sniffing it right now. I can't quite put my finger on it, but it smells so good. It's such a nice fresh scent. It has a wooden wick, which is great, so it's super clean burning, and it looks like there's some dried heather flower in here and a little tiny chip of rose quartz, which I like that they kept it really small. The crystal energy's there, but you don't have to worry about the problems that can happen with some candles that have really large crystals in them or crystals that would be dangerous. I also like that they've placed the crystal really far away from the wick so you don't have to worry about the heat affecting it. So again, if you're interested in these awesome candles, visit litrituals.com. I have to tell you, I just, I love this company. If you read a little bit about their story on the website, it's really nice. They say, Everything we offer is small batch and handmade. So especially as we move into the holiday season, if you're looking for a place to get some nice gifts, I would definitely recommend them. Again, litrituals.com, or you can find them on Instagram at litrituals. Well, that is it for today. I hope that you found a lot of value in today's show. If you want more information about anything I discussed in this episode, you can learn more over on the website at loveandlightschool.com slash blog. And if you did enjoy the show today, of course, the biggest compliment you can give me is to leave a quick rating and a review over at loveandlightschool.com slash iTunes. Leaving ratings and reviews and subscribing to the show really helps the podcast be found by other listeners. So if you do enjoy the information that I have to share with you, it would really mean a lot to me if you take a few moments 
to leave those five-star ratings, leave those reviews, especially that really, really helps, as well as subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Now you can find links to some of the main platforms where this podcast is streamed by heading over to loveandlightschool.com slash listen. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Podbay, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Player FM, and many more. So whichever platform you listen to, please, please do take a moment to leave a rating and a review. It really means a lot to me. I'm so, so grateful for the support. And again, it does help other listeners find the show. So thank you so much for taking the time to give back and do that. Now, while you're over at loveandlightschool.com slash listen, you can also tune into our most popular episodes, our latest episodes, and find easy links to all those major platforms where the podcast is streaming now. Thank you so much again for listening today. That brings us to the end of this episode of the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and I'll be back with you in our next episode. Until then, crystal blessings. The Love and Light Live podcast is a production of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. Connect with us online at loveandlightschool.com or on social at Love and Light School. The content provided on or through our website or podcast makes no claims for specific or general health or health results, and should not be used to examine, diagnose, or treat any medical condition, prescribe medications, make claims for specific or general healing or health results, or as a substitute for traditional medical treatment. For medical advice, you should consult a licensed healthcare specialist. For more information, please refer to the terms of use on our website at loveandlightschool.com.